Hi, I'm Benjamin Light. And I'm Marco Sparks. And welcome to another episode of Greedo Shop First, the Star Wars podcast for people who don't like Star Wars fans. Uh, this is episode 34. Uh, we thought we'd check in. We've got a few more like TV spots and whatnot and some, some entertain- we- we- entertainment weekly articles about The Force Awakens. This might be the last one we do before the movie, just because I feel like we're we're getting close. I almost feel like I need to start, you know, hiding from any new stuff that comes out, so I'm not totally spoiled. But hmm. um, I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? I could see maybe one more because I like the the hyper frequency of which we're getting, you know, bits and pieces and new commercials and footage and things. I I guess for me, I. I want to not see any of like the little featurettes and like, here's like, here's a scene, you know, like they'll start showing those in like, you know, the last few weeks before the movie, it's like, Oh, here, here, watch the first five minutes of the movie or here's, you know, a scene and then have the actors talk about it. Like I I want to stay away from that kind of stuff. Well, I think the thing is you won't know the line until you've already crossed it. Yeah. Well, that's like for kind of the, the big blockbusters like Avengers and whatnot. I usually start to tune out after the first few TV spots hit, because it's like, okay, close enough now. Mm. I mean, there's going to be things that just provide me, I don't know, bizarrely endless amounts of amusement, like the uh, the detail about kind of the Ren's lightsaber. What detail? Just that it's uh, it's currently been made, or it's uh, more recently been made, but it's based on an ancient design. What delights you about that? I don't know. It's just funny to me. It's funny to me just okay. that there's something either in the Sith or the Knights of Ren this is an old style lightsaber of theirs. Hmm. Okay. I mean, I the, the two most popular theories when people first saw that lightsaber is either a, it was ancient, which is why it had, you know, like it was lower technology, which is why it had like the exhaust boards or B it was homemade, which is why it was that way. And it turns out it's both. Well, like I, I got a good chuckle during the prequels when there was the thing. I don't know if it was ever like a cannon. I don't know where I read it now, where it was like, there's eight styles of lightsaber fighting. And oh, was, yeah, that's... I don't know if that's still canon. That was, like, in the older EU. But it was, like, they would group, like, uh, like Mace Windu is, like, style eight, the most, like, uh, mm-hmm. lethal styles or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I guess you could say it's not canon because I don't think it's ever mentioned in a movie. No. And, you know, I, I, I don't include the Clone Wars as canon. Sorry. I, you can, you you can know, pretend that you're canon Clone Wars, but... Push comes to shove, they'll wreck on that shit in a heartbeat if they need to. You know, uh, you would think that in all the meetings and setting up meetings and meetings about meetings that they had in the Clone Wars cartoon, ad nauseum from the movies, I still don't think that they got into different styles of lightsaber fighting. No, no. I think even when it got to that point, <laughs> they realized that just pulling out your lightsaber and doing some cool shit was where it was at. Well, I know in like some of the marketing materials for attack of the clones and revenge of the sith i remember that whole like you know like style of lightsaber fighting stuff coming up i definitely remember that and and like some like the illustrated guides and stuff like that Mm -hmm. um so you want to talk a little bit about the the tv spot that aired during like shondaland i guess is the official airing that's the one about the uh i've lived long enough to see the same eyes and different people no that was a different one yeah i forgot about that one actually no the the one with the Lupita Nyong'o narration. It was like from the UK maybe or something. No, the Shadowland one's like a minute long. It's the one that actually has a uh, new John Williams music in it. Oh, cool. Yeah. Let's go into that. Um, well, quickly, just you mentioned the, uh, the I see your eyes, I know your eyes. 
mm-hmm. for Zoom, she's talking. Like all, all her dialogue, it seems like she's talking to Ray. Yeah, that's I think our assumption. Yeah, yeah. She's seen her eyes. She knows her eyes. Presumably, Ray is the one who just needs to let the force in. Mm-hmm. I mean, I maybe I should get your take on this. I I feel like it's almost like like ninety nine percent assurity right now that Ray is Luke's daughter. You disagree? Uh, no, I'm weighing. I'm because your options are basically it's Luke's daughter, or it's Leia's daughter, right? Mm-hmm. So. I'm thinking about all the stuff with her, like, in the cockpit, side by side of Han. And I think, like, if, if Ray ends up being Luke's daughter, then I think 100% Kylo Ren has to be Han's son, right? Well, I guess this is, this is what I'm basing on. Yeah, and I agree with that. In everything we've seen of Ray, she's constantly pre- being presented kind of like in the, the Luke role. Right. You know, she's the one who lives in the desert. She has those wistful shots staring off into the desert sun, whatnot. Like she's being positioned that way. And then it's like, oh, so her, you know, she hasn't seen her family since she was a little girl. They're, you know, they're missing. They abandoned her, whatever. And also, apparently, like in universe, Luke Skywalker hasn't been seen in a very long time either. It's like, right. I feel like you just do the math. Like the, the, the answer to both those riddles is the same question. Well, and I like your theory and. To be fair, it's, it's a theory. We just talked mm-hmm. about we don't want spoilers. Yeah, it's not spoilers, and nobody knows. I mean, it's I like people debating the shit out of it. That Luke is in hiding because Kylo Ren or a Kylo Ren type killed his family, or presumably killed his family, attempted to kill his family, something like that. So killed his wife. Something where he, the reason Luke is not participating is because for him to try to go after Kylo Ren or whoever would be, he'd be using the dark side. It'd be, like, unavoidable that he'd fall to the dark side if he tried to get revenge. Fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Yeah. That's Um, not a very good Yoda. (laughs) Not not Kermit at all. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And yet, it's funny, you think about the Star Wars impressions, everybody can do a Chewie. Everyone's got a Chewie, yeah. Yeah. Um... <laughs> uh yeah, I like I like that one. Um so I think, you know, Kyler Ren would be very curious to uh to meet Ray for a lot of reasons. Mm-hmm. Possibly because she's another force, you know, adept person, but also because she might be his cousin that he attempted to kill. Mm-hmm. Or his brother attempted to kill. Sister, you mean? I say sister? No, well, I mean, wouldn't they be cousins? You said brother. A brethren. Brethren, Sorry. okay. Brethren, yeah. But yeah, I just, I don't know, it's it's funny to read the debates people have online about who Rey is, and is she a Solo, is she a Skywalker, is she a Kenobi, is she actually just related to no one, is she just a random person, and I feel like all the, all everything they've told about you, like, you should be feeling pretty confident that she's probably either Luke or Leia's daughter, and, and most likely Luke's daughter. Right. But if you're still on some kind of, like, Kylo Ren is actually Luke thing. Uh, you're a, you're a garbage. I just, person. I just can't talk to you if, if that's your theory. You're a scary nightmare garbage person. Oh, it's like who do you think Adam Driver's playing? Then? <laughs> um, anyway, so the the one trailer with the new music. Did you? I mean, did you have any thoughts on that new music? 
I'm still like in awe of it. I, I cannot wait to hear this soundtrack, like in play, but also just to have like this soundtrack playing in headphones. A lot of people seem to think it's Ray's theme that we're hearing. I'm going to just guess that it's not, but I guess we'll see. Who, who would you, would you assign it as a theme to somebody or do you think it's just it, general music? If I were to assign a theme to it, I feel like it would be more likely Finn's theme personally. Okay. It feels a little militaristic, which is why it seems like it would be more appropriate for Finn, but could be wrong. I guess we'll see. It, it definitely sounds a little bit, just a tiny bit like the, uh, Azkaban soundtrack. Interesting. Um, you can definitely hear just little notes of that. Maybe it's just in the, the arrangement. Um, but it definitely sounds like John Williams. <laughs> I remember. Was it the second Harry Potter movie we did on Headcanon where we were complaining at one point that the score basically sounded like Star Wars? It sounds way too close to like the, uh, the chase through Coruscant. Yeah, like the broom chase, uh, the Quidditch thing with mm-hmm. uh, him and uh, Harry and Draco. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's way too similar. And I think they were being made at like the same time. So we haven't talked about it before, and I thought about it after we did our last one about the trailer. Um, I, as much as I hated Attack the Block, like John Boyega's physique fascinates me because he's short. He's, like he's, he's Luke Skywalker short, you know. Yeah, he doesn't have remotely like your typical action figure physique. It seems like he doesn't have that height. And I remember back to like when I was growing up. The, the illustrated Luke Skywalker compared to actual Luke Skywalker. He's like basically like He-Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or like the poster. Yeah. You know the poster where like yeah. Leia's like clutching his leg. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which, uh, as a young boy growing up, I feel like that does more damage to your idea of like gender politics than, than Slay Leia. Than Slay Leia, without <laughs> a doubt, yeah. Yeah, seriously. Um, so this... This trailer with the music, I'm trying to think of what we get. We get a little more shots of uh, Finn and Ray uh, holding hands, interestingly, as they run like out of this, like, I don't know, tent or, or whatever this is. Yeah, running outside with BB-8 following them. What I really like about this shot, uh, other than them holding hands, which I kind of wonder if that will actually be a romance, is that uh, BB-8, like, like Finn and Ray both turn to look behind him, and when they do bb8 turns and looks too there uh, are, are collected throughout these new trailers there are some great bb8 reaction shots yeah i think bb8 is going to be awesome like also, i think it's going to be really funny to watch bb8 in every scene I, I think so too i think i'm honestly not like missing r2 or c3po at all mm-hmm. um and 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 whenever i do think like well it would be fitting to have them really in these movies i think back to like c3po at the end of attack of the clones yeah yeah and i'm just like I, I not use, a shining moment for c3po yeah, i could use a break i just want to i want to bask in the mystery of the red arm and all that stuff mm-hmm. but uh yeah, so like the a lot of these these like nightmare scenario theory civil wars on the internet are are horrible. I don't ever want to get trapped in those black holes. But at the same time, anywhere in the world where somebody is sitting down and having a passionate debate about the gender of BB-8, mm-hmm. I just want to get some popcorn and watch it. Oh, it's just so dumb. I just want to watch it. It's a robot. Uh, on the dumbest thing about that whole debate is that it was like spurred on by like something from like the Daily Mail or like the Mirror, like. <laughs> It's just like, why, why are you even like giving them the clicks? <laughs> right, right, yeah. Um, I love the shot where the, there's like the explosion between, behind uh, Finn and Rain BB-8. BB-8 goes flying into the air and those two just like face plant. 
yeah. <laughs> looks like a, it's a it's a nice shot because the tie and the explosion and them flying are all in the same frame. It's pretty cool. Collected throughout these trailers, there's some great images of like destruction in Jakku. Like they're either running from or running mm-hmm. towards an explosion every five it's seconds. Like explosions like. everywhere. Yeah. Um, the the you know the one kind of awkward shot in the trailer is the tie like breaking away from like I don't know it's like the like fuel uh, hose or whatever. Mm. Um, I think it's just because it's the shot so quick that you can't really tell what it's doing at first, mm-hmm. and so it just takes off and and I don't know it's it's a weird cut. Hopefully that looks a little better when you see the full scene. Hmm. Do you still think that uh uh? John Boyega crashing onto Jakku in the full Stormtrooper garb is like the beginning of the movie. I'm starting to think not. I think it's probably near the beginning. I, w- I would guess within the first 30 minutes, you know. Okay. Yeah, I don't I don't think it's like the beginning per se, though, anymore. <laughs> really? I used Why to. is that? Because it seems like there would be a lot of stuff uh, uh, potentially with him and Poe Dameron. Like, you see the shot of what I feel like is probably his runaway TIE fighter leaving the hangar bay in one of the trailers. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you see it like it getting damaged in space, like heading towards the planet. I don't know. I just, well, I guess it seems like most of this is Finn wearing that jacket, not stormtrooper gear. So like he'd have to defect pretty quickly. Cause he has said like, yes, he is, you know, he's, he's not like undercover there. He, He's a stormtrooper in the first order. Right. Like, so he, he has to leave pretty soon. It would seem like just for him to like not be a stormtrooper for the rest of the movie. I don't know. I like the way the JJ Abrams groups Finn and Ray and how they relate to each other. They're both thrown away people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like he's lost his purpose and she was told she never has a purpose. Well, Ray is fascinating. She's abandoned by her family. You know, that could be Luke. That could be someone else. Like, I guess the question would be like, why exactly was she left there for safekeeping and like something went wrong? Right. Like, cause if, if say she is Luke's daughter, like, so why, first of all, like what, where's Luke been? And then like, what happened that she just got left there with seemingly nobody to look after her? Right. Like something must've gone wrong. Maybe there was like a, a guardian who died or, or you know, Max von Sydow. Yeah. Well, no, cause that if Max von Sydow was like the guardian or whatever, she'd like have like this fatherly figure that's been taking care of her, but that doesn't seem to be the case. So, it seems like she's just like alone completely. Okay. So going back to the, the first announcement of cast. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about like the, the round picture, yeah. you know, and then like not pictured, I think was Max von Sydow. And obviously like they had not cast yet Lupita Nyong'o or uh, Gwendolyn Christie. Mm-hmm. Other than Luke, I feel like Max von Sydow is the only one we haven't seen or really heard anything about. Yeah, yeah, we don't have any dialogue. We haven't seen, like, an actual picture of them on frame or anything like that. I mean, we at least know, like, Andy Sturkis's, uh We know who he's playing, at least, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But he has interesting facial structure or bone structure, they said. Mm-hmm. But what is it, like, uh, uh, his... Idiosyncratic bone structure. But like it's like something about he's very vulnerable and that's what makes him deadly or something like that. And he's also very tall. Mm-hmm. Like he's like really big, which is why he's CGI. Yeah, I don't know. That character sounds interesting. One shot, or not so much a shot, but just the the line reading. When Ray says I'm Ray, like she has this little smile on her face. I don't know. It's, I really like it. Yeah. 
I mean, there's a, there's uh, a hint of a flirtation there. I kind of wonder where they're going to go with this. Is it just going to be their friends or what? You know. Uh, I'll tell you what, though. This is completely unfair. This is totally unfair. But it's no. Uh, are you an angel? Oh God. Oh, <laughs> uh, angels. Was it, like the space miners. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, little Annie. Uh, you've grown too. Grown more beautiful. <laughs> and then she will be loved by Maroon Five. Starts playing. Yeah. There, there. You know how they're in the last trailer that came out in like April. There's that shot of BB-8 leaning around the corner. Yeah, and it's bigger now. It's, it's well, longer. It's, well, I kind of wonder: is this just like a new take on it, or is it going to be like a double take? Maybe I was just going to say like. Uh, <laughs> Soccer ball droid double take. Well, like he like leans out and then leans back and then I don't know, like hear something and it's just like the fuck and like leans back out again. Oh, I feel like there's going to be so many juicy gifts and like memes of BBA. Mm-hmm. The fuck is this? The fuck is that? Well, like even in the shot where they're going into this weird temple thing with all the flags in it, you know, it's like Han and, and Finn and Ray and there's that weird robot that they walk past. Right, right. Like when BB-8 rolls by, he looks up at the robot as he rolls by. I just, I don't know, it's like they're really getting creative with the way BB-8's always like looking around and, and like kind of doing his own thing the whole time. Yeah, yeah. I think we're all kind of assuming that's Maz Kanata's castle, right? Yeah, or or bar or whatever it is, yeah. She's okay. a thousand years old apparently according right. to the Entertainment Weekly article and she's I don't know, just like had like this like chill like nightclub or bar or whatever this is for the past hundred years. The presumption is that she's going to fulfill like the Yoda role. I think that's I mean, if you just go on like the dialogue, it it seems like she's kind of I don't know if she's force sensitive or some sort of there's something about her. You know, she's she's seen your eyes before. She's like, you know, old and wise, I guess. Right. She's the uh, CGI magical black woman. Somebody, yeah. And then uh, I like the you get Han handing the blaster to Ray. You might need this, yeah. like that. That that's some pure Han Solo right there. And I like that she has this kind of like vaguely. I don't know if disgusted is the right word, but she's she's a little I don't know suspicious of Han here. Just like the look on her face. I really can't wait to see like actual scenes with these actors and their dynamic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when we finally got to see her like hit somebody with that staff. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's it, in the trailer. It's, isn't it implied to be somewhat menacing? Like there's a dark side to her. I mean, she's definitely full of emotion. You know, right. like, she's wailing on somebody with that thing. Which I saw one person being like, oh, it looks like they're all like teetering on the dark side. It's like maybe they just want their characters to show emotions in this movie. Right. It could be that. you know. Right. It's not like Luke was completely serene the entire original trilogy. Yeah. yeah. Zen farm boy. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then there is this cool, very Death Starish looking shot of like the TIE fighters blowing up the surface of, I assume this is Starkiller base mm. or, or the, the, the X-Wings, I should say. Um, the trench. It kind of looks like a trench. I mean, I don't even know what what's going on here, but I mean, it looks cool. It definitely is reminiscent of like Return of the Jedi and and the original Death Star run too. like, you know, skimming over the surface of the Death Star. Well, hasn't JJ basically said that, you know, like you're not wrong if you suspect it being similar to a Death Star, but but worse. 
Well, he said something about how, like, it's pointed out within the movie that it's, like, another Death Star. Okay. Like, it's not like they're trying to hide it. So I, I wonder what exactly that means. I guess we'll have to see. I feel like Starkiller Base makes a lot more sense. It's a much more literal title <laughs> than Death Star. Eh, it's no moon. I mean, wouldn't Death Moon make more sense? Then that line just would have completely failed to have the impact it has. I wonder if, like, everybody saw Billy Lord here as, like, I don't know, she's like a general or something in the Resistance. <laughs> is that just going to be like a cameo? Like, hey, Carrie, do you want your daughter to be on set? Or is like that like a character? She could be one of those characters that has, like, three lines. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean... What if it was just, there, like, Han and Leia's daughter? And they're just like, ha, 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 fooled you the whole time. Yeah. The important note, though, is that it's she's not, like, flashback Leia. Yeah, yeah, she's Which, not playing late in a flashback. Looking at her, she doesn't look to me enough like Carrie Fisher to play flashback Leia. No, no, I wouldn't say so. Although, you know, that shot, it's interesting, the framing, in that um, Leia is shot from behind the same way Kylo Ren is. Mm. Kind of like, you know, standing over her domain there. Well, and again, we should point out that they, they stress this in the article that uh, she's not called Princess anymore, except potentially by, I think we're supposed to infer Han. Yeah, I mean, who else would call her princess? It's got to yeah. be Han. But she's she's pretty much just known as General now. I wonder if it's General Leia or General Organa, or they just call her General. I guess we'll find yeah. out if they're the action figures. Everybody's a general. <laughs> BBA can go downstairs, too. Oh, I, yeah, yeah. I notice he has these little running lights on him. I don't know if those were always there and you just haven't seen them in darker scenes or if they added those in, but it looks kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think. In one of the other teasers, there's these cool shots of Ray like firing her blaster in the woods, and like Kylo Ren's blocking it. Mm -hmm. Th that looked pretty awesome. Mm -hmm. Oh, we should talk about the international trailer too. I think that the last time we podcasted uh, that hadn't come out yet. Right, the international trailer is the one where he pretty much like brings down the lightsaber right next to her neck. Well, it's like he just kind of waves it over. It's very much like, don't move kind of yeah. thing, I guess is yeah. how I interpret it, yeah. Oh, you know what else we didn't mention is that Finn using his lightsaber on a stormtrooper who has like like Something a riot baton. It's like electrified? Electrified to like yeah. block his lightsaber. Yeah. Fascinating. I wonder, like, do they carry those just for Jedi or is that just like a happy accident that they can block a lightsaber blade? Yeah, I wonder. So we know he, Finn's definitely using this lightsaber. It's not like he just like uses it once to fight Kylo Ren. Right. <laughs> just man, I can't wait to see this movie. Fascinated at like what the explanation for some of this stuff is. Well, I remember like in the prequels, in Revenge of the Sith, I remember being both pleased and frustrated by the uh, the little helper droids that uh grievous had at the beginning oh his magna guards yeah yeah well they had like their little thing that could fight off lightsabers mm -hmm. on one hand i kept thinking like well like you've already got grievous who's not like a sith or whatever who can kind of effectively take on jedi mm -hmm. and then you have like these droid guys i mean at least grievous you can make the argument is is a person he's you know he's a cyborg you have these little droid guys who are seemingly programmed to hold their own for a little bit against the mm -hmm. Jedi. Um, and then I, that pissed me off. And then I thought, well, it makes kind of sense. Jedi do outnumber 
<laughs> the Sith quite quite handily. There should be something that could effectively fight them. Yeah. It, it just it got me thinking about it too much. What made sense? What doesn't make sense? Well, you know what I always wonder is, you could just like force push one of those droids, right? Right. Yeah. Just be like, I'm not, I'm not, or, like, I'm not even gonna dance with you. I'm just gonna like shove you into a wall. But could or you do that? Knock a uh, filing cabinet on them or something. Yeah, but could you do that to a human? Or is there something about the way the force works that you can't just go force pushing people out of the way? I don't know. I've always wondered that. I mean, I guess Yoda does it that one time with the the guards, right. the Palpatine's guards. But when. Obi-Wan and Anakin are fighting. They f- try to force push each other and like kind of like just, you know, Can't it's like a stalemate. Out. Yeah. You just just mentioning Yoda reminded me of when he throws the lightsaber into the dude's chest and then <laughs> jumps on him to pull it out. Yeah, it's kind of absurd, but awesome. That was definitely a rule of cool moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, oh, you did in the international trailer. There are some cool shots. More just like outside the the massive star destroyer, mm-hmm. like tapping a cantina or whatever she's doing. Yeah, there's some really cool shots of that. The Entertainment Weekly article has a fascinating photo of we see that Ray is side by side with Finn facing down uh, Kylo Ren on the snow, snowy night or whatever. Um, the, Kylo Ren, the snowy forest. Yeah, yeah, snowy forest. Kylo Ren seemingly has uh, his helmet off. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Ray God, Ray's there. Skywalker. Yeah, definitely not Luke Skywalker. I mean, I, I have some theories about how that fight is going to go down. I don't know if I should say them. They might be spoilers. Are they? What are they based on, I guess? Because that's the only thing that would determine whether or not they're spoilers, right? Yeah, well, I mean, I, it, it's hard to tell online sometimes. Like, you read other people's theories. Like, are they just saying this because they know? Or did they just have this idea? You know, so I'm hesitant to, like, bring some of them up. Hmm. Um, but... I think it'll be a good fight. Say that. I, I mean, I, I guess I'll say this. I, I think, think we're going to see both of them in the fight in some okay. way or other. Okay. I don't think it's just going to be Finn, but we'll see. I wonder if he, my theory would be that he gets tapped out of the fight first and she mm-hmm. has to kind of, you know, accept the call. Mm-hmm. I mean, isn't that, that basically how a lot of the star Wars movies go? I mean, especially the prequels and the grand that's prequels, but, yeah, like, um, I mean, I know I've seen a lot of people theorize that it's going to be basically like the end of Attack of the Clones, where, like, first Finn takes a shot, and then Ray takes a shot, and then, like, Luke takes, shows up, like, Yoda, and takes a shot. Um, I don't think that's going to happen, but hmm. I could see both parties being involved. Hmm. If they kill Han, would they kill Luke, too? Not in the same movie. I mean, I, I kind of wonder, like, Will any of the original big three make it through episode nine? And that's the thing, too, is like, you know, like you start to tease out like Ryan Johnson details, and it's mm-hmm. like, you can't say anything. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I was thinking about this. I forgot to mention this in the last podcast, and then uh, one of our listeners chimed in about it. What if you go to see the movie? You're waiting there, you know, for The Force Awakens, and it's, you know, a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Mm-hmm. Star Wars, scroll comes up, and it's just, like, episode 10. And you're just like, what the fuck happened to episode 7? And it's like, oh, yeah, there's some other episodes you didn't get to see. Like, like, what if they just kind of imply that there are stories we haven't seen that have happened in between what we're seeing? Not, not because they're going to go back and do them later, but just to kind of 
suggest uh, you, you're catching up further along in the adventures? I would be on board with that if it was like we we're never going to see. That's the thing. Nine. It's like, no, you're seriously never making them. Uh, I mean, because that was the whole idea of episode four, right? Was that you you weren't going to make the prequels. You're just right. going to suggest that, like, you're coming in, in in the middle of the saga. Right, right. And then we talk about, I know we've probably talked about this in the podcast before. I always loved something that I had read somewhere that the ending of episode three was going to be that there were three Skywalker children born. Yeah, that there were triplets. That, and and that, that was set up be, episode seven. Yeah, that that was going to be the thing, and which would have been a great idea if they had made, you know, episode seven thirty years ago. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I kind of, I everyone's presuming this is going to be another trilogy. You know, seven, eight, nine. I wouldn't mind if it wasn't necessarily like if they wanted to do like a five movie arc or something. I just I really like the cast they've assembled and like. Even now, it seems like maybe like Oscar Isaac isn't going to have as big of a role because there's so much other stuff going on. Like, I wouldn't mind hanging out with these new characters for a while. Like a five movie arc would be fascinating to me. Mm. And I I definitely don't think any of the big three would last all the way through that. I mean, I don't know. Maybe they would as four schools or something. Yeah, that's the question. Like, if you you expire or retire Han in this one, Mm -hmm. is it like... In each one of these movies, and in, in this, if we call it a trilogy, in each one of these movies, this trilogy, are you just going to retire like another? Yeah, it's like episode eight, there goes Leia. Episode nine, there goes Luke. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, with with Luke and Leia, you could do a Force Ghost. Mm-hmm. You can't do that with Han. He's not coming back. <laughs> they just bring back the uh, the shot of him shrugging. On Endor, mm-hmm. <laughs> Return of the Jedi, and make that a ghost. <laughs> I mean, I I do have to say, I, I don't think he's making it out of this movie. Or what if, what if, like, uh, say he dies in Episode Seven, right? Mm-hmm. Episode Nine, Finn and Ray finally like copulate. They finally seal the deal, and then afterwards, like Finn walks downstairs from her apartment. He like looks in the first window he sees, and there's Han like winking <laughs> at him, <laughs> like in Five Hundred Days of Summer. Yeah. yeah. That would be a little weird, especially if like she's his daughter. <laughs> and he then he like points a blaster at him, and he's like, ah, "I'm just messing with you, kid. Get out of here." Well, you know, there those like weird rumors about how they're casting female leads for Episode Eight, and one of the rumors is that they're casting Han Solo's daughter. It's been thirty years; they could theoretically have a daughter that you just don't see in Episode Seven, right? Like, what if they had one that was just like a you know space prep school on Coruscant or something like that. And like they brought her in in episode eight. Well, so here's my thing about that. That's fine. I would like for them to at least mention her. And that yeah. was the thing. Well, you, so, you would think they would set that up. Yeah. In the past week, the people that I've encountered who enjoyed Spectre, mm-hmm. they God, were like, who are they? Seriously. Like, they're like, oh, it tied up all of these movies. And I'm like, no, no, it told you. No. It tied up these movies. Exactly. It didn't tie up shit. <laughs> there was nothing like. Yeah, I think in if, any if, of these movies, like, like nothing in Skyfall indicated that uh, Javier Bardem was. Uh, yeah, if if Han and Leia have like a daughter that's off at like Corellia Prep Academy or whatever, they should probably mention her at least. Right. Yeah. Don't have her show up three movies mm-hmm. from now and be like, "Sup? I'm like uh, Hana Solo Junior." Also, I'm hot. Yeah. 
I do wonder how they would do that exactly. Leia's just like, your daughter called again. Are you going to call her back? <laughs> Picture like Star Wars getting so domestic. Yeah. <laughs> Chewie's like, Colin's <laughs> like, take a message, Chewie. Probably wants more money. Send it to voicemail. Yeah. Uh, trying to think anything else from those other trailers. Yeah, the Kylo like dropping his sword on Ray there. I mean, he's not attacking her, but it's definitely like, yeah, don't move. Yeah, like, don't move. Um, you stay there. Yeah. Very curious. She never changes. She sends the same goddamn outfit. I think we talked about this last time. Well, like especially on the uh, like the snowy night. It's got to be cold. Rough. Yeah. Yeah. I saw some speculation that the reason it's night is because like somehow like Starkiller Base like moves as a planet like away from a sun or something like that. So is the idea that it's like a planet? Like this is that is Starkiller Base? Is that the idea? I mean, it looks like a planet, doesn't it? That all that ice and snow and mountains and whatnot. Okay, I mean, so it's like, it's like an expansion of a moon. It's got like, got like its own like ecosystem. And well, I don't know if it's like they like built a planet around it, or they just built this thing on a planet, or you know, who knows? I know originally the rumors about the movie was that it was like an ancient Sith weapon mm-hmm. on a planet or something like that, which it could be. Who knows? Yeah, that'd be cool. And then where the fuck is Luke? What's Luke up to? I would presume that the uh, the that fight is the uh, like the final like lightsaber fight. The the, the uh, snow forest fight. Yeah, yeah. That, that seems like it's probably in the third act. Yeah, I can't wait for the soundtrack to come out. Seriously, it's gonna be weird, but kind of neat to see a Star Wars movie where you're not familiar with the soundtrack. I just want like a, a continuing series of videos of uh, John Boyega like watching all the commercials. Yeah, and, and Daisy like, Ridley, they both have great reactions. And then like pan over and like BD Wong is hanging out with both of them. Mm-hmm. There you go. <laughs> Got to get BD in there. Well, it seems like they're definitely decided like Daisy Ridley and John Boyega will be doing all the press for this movie, like Oscar Isaac and right. Donald Gleason, and I mean Gwendolyn Christie did a little bit, but it's definitely. Uh, Daisy and John doing most of it. I, uh, I'm just like searching Google and search for for Force Awakens stuff, and I've found my first uh, like a guy has a BB-8 tattoo on his leg. Jesus, of course he does. <laughs> Did you happen to read the L article about uh, Daisy Ridley? Oh, I haven't. Oh, this is interesting. Yeah, just lots of little details. I mean, what's weird is that like I think John Boyega mentioned too, like he was like in the audition process for like seven months or something like that. which seems insane like you just like kept on getting like callbacks to do more and more stuff and it was like he wasn't sure if he'd gotten the role yet and like they just i don't know it's it's kind of bizarre and it it seems like almost as though jj and him were kind of developing the character Mm. during the whole process which sounds like a jj thing to do Mm -hmm. uh, to kind of like find the character together with the actor i remember in the entertainment weekly article there was something interesting about when they did that read through the circle photo Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like they knew, they just knew that was going to get leaked like within hours. And at that point, John Vega had had the role for two months and he took like Lawrence Kasdan or somebody aside or like Brian Burke or somebody and was like, do you think I could tell my family now? And Brian Burke or whoever was like, you haven't told your family yet. <laughs> and John Vega's like, I was told 
don't tell anyone. He like told him he was still doing 24 or something like that. Um, and so like, they were like, yeah, call your family right now. And I think one of them said like, you should try to get Harrison Ford on the phone with you. That'll really impress them. And then John Vega was just like, my parents barely speak English. It wouldn't impress them. <laughs> I wonder, there's probably that, and maybe it's a little bit afraid to try to ask Harrison Ford to get on a phone call with you. There was there was something, too, where it was like, he apparently was very gruff with the new people at first, mm-hmm. and like scared the shit out of them. <laughs> oh, did you? There's a bit, I can't remember what, it might have been the L article, or it might have been the Entertainment Weekly one, where... Uh, they were doing a scene in the Falcon and Daisy Ridley went to sit down in the, uh, the pilot seat cause she'd oh. done some scenes in the pilot seat and Harrison Ford's just like, uh, that's my seat. Yeah. Oh no, no, no. So, uh, Oscar Isaac hit up Harrison Ford for advice on like how to manipulate the controls for flying. Mm-hmm. Harrison Ford was like, no, make it all up. I don't care. You know, whatever. Oh, you know, that's funny and, because he told, then he, he told Daisy Ridley, like, here's what the controls do. Or like the, the advice was, you have to touch everything like it has a specific purpose. He said, don't just start flipping a bunch of switches. Like you have to like react to it, like, like flip a switch and then like think about, you know, is it doing what you want it to do? Yeah. Yeah. Sounds fascinating. I would love which to have is, Harrison Ford tell me how to fly the Falcon. Which well, it's a fascinating progression from, uh, what is the, the famous line? You can write this shit, George. You sure as hell can't say it. Mm hmm. Well, and that's why the Han Solo character works so well in the stories, the original Star Wars movies, is he's that guy who just is kind of calling bullshit on things and kind of standing in for us, the audience, to, you know, let us know that, like, this isn't too goofy and weird. Right. Still have a sense of humor and, you know, distant past or whatever there are. So I feel like General Hux, if I'm looking at this photo right, this is an older photo, um... He's the kind of guy that he does the thing with the coat where he doesn't even have his arms in the sleeves because he's oh, yeah. not fucking pompous. Yeah, he's like super Nazi. I mean, I feel like he's basically just young Tarkin. That's yeah. more or less the archetype. There's just evil British guy. Oh, and apparently he, him and Kylo Ren don't like each other. Right, right. Yeah. According to one of the interviews. I mean, that's very like Vader and Tarkin though, right? A little, but they were a little bit more like it was more like the other Imperials didn't like Vader. Like Tarkin was a little more collegiate towards him. Well, after the uh, after the end of Revenge of the Sith, you have to assume that uh, Vader and Tarkin are at least, you know, accustomed to each other being in their space. Mm-hmm. I mean, for 20 years, they had to work together. Oh, I never finished that awful Tarkin book, even though I probably only have, like, a couple chapters left. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's theoretically all about Vader and Tarkin learning to work together. God. Mm-hmm. I also have not made any progress on Aftermath because it's terrible. I, I might just cheat and abandon those books and go to Lost Stars because that's supposed to be the good one. Mm. Although apparently the Shattered Empire comic is supposed to be pretty good. Mm. Uh, that has Podameron's parents in it. That's right. Okay. It's like Sh- Sh- Shira Bay and somebody else, Dameron. I can't remember the right, names, right. but like. I know I've seen the panels. Yeah. Before. So he's definitely not directly related to Han or Leia or Luke. Right. Seemingly. I kind of wonder, like, people are like, who's going to be the Jedi? Because they can't fathom that there might be more than one Jedi. Right. What if Poe and Rey and Finn all have Force powers? Poe would be fascinating just because, you know, we've got nothing to indicate that. Well, you know, I mean... Well, again, the, the thing to have- indicate that would be that his parents planted a Force tree by their house on Yavin. So, 
Yeah. Um, the thing that people forget is that two of the big three <laughs> in the original trilogy are Force, you know, users. Mm-hmm. I wonder if we'll see Leia use the Force. Like, does she have a lightsaber, or is she just like, no, I'm a general? Yeah, I wonder. It would be awesome, like, and this would be something you'd, like, save for Episode Eight. But, like, eventually, like, Leia gets in a jam somewhere, and then she just, like, pulls the lightsaber out. <laughs> I would I would like to think that it's probably like on her belt. Like I'm okay with her never using it as long as like it's there. I'd like to think that she's accepted that part of herself. It doesn't seem like she's gonna see action in this movie, at least based on what we've seen in the trailer. She's like at the command center is kinda seems like what her role is. I mean yeah. who knows, maybe like I I'm trying to think of like where she would get into the action, but if she's a general, she should be like on the bridge of a ship or something like that. Yeah, I mean, presumably, if she has to get into like one-on-one combat or something, she's done something wrong. Yeah, yeah. She has. But to that would be awesome if, like, it, eventually she just has to like pull out her lightsaber for some reason. Yeah, just ram it through somebody's neck. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Well, is there anything else to cover? No, I think we've uh, hashed it out. Yeah, let me just take a look here. Um... Oh, I saw that, like, the new uh, Star Tours. Mm-hmm. Like, I think they're done. Like, I saw somebody posted a video of what it looks like. Like, it's like you, like, fly through, like, the Star Destroyers on Jakku. It was pretty cool. Neat. Cool. Yeah, it was pretty sweet. Oh, there was that one really cool shot in one of these last trailers where it's uh, Finn and Ray, and they're both saying, like, I can do this, I can do this, you know, and, like, in the Falcon. Um, Finn is in the uh, the turret, mm-hmm. like the belly turret, and you can see like Jakku flying by outside. It's a really cool looking shot mm. as you see him, like the just the scenery going by as he's static in the turret. Very cool. But yeah, this might be the last podcast where the movie comes out. Um, if you're interested, we have this other podcast we do called Head Cannon. We're going to be going over episodes four, five, and six starting in two weeks. Uh, we'll be covering those and then doing the force awakens when we see the movie. And I, I suppose we'll probably talk about the force awakens on this podcast as well. And we see it, Yeah. but I think this will probably be the last Greedo shot first, just because at this point, the only thing we would have to discuss would be like of a spoiler leaks or something. I feel like, and, and we don't want to talk about that. Right. So, uh, until then may the force be with you always. Always.